You are now entering modernwitchonline.com. Progressive Metaphysics. the modern witch i'm your host devin hunter you are listening to us here on the pagan radio network and that of course was hikate by the lovely windy rule who by the way is here at pantheacon 2013 
um, with me and like a bunch of other people. So if you're not here, um, we are we are totally missing you because it is definitely one of the events in the pagan world um, to go to. And uh, it's in lovely San Jose, California. The weather's great. I've already ran into a million people and uh, it's the first day. So this is definitely part one of PantheaCon coverage for this year. Um, and so you want to stay tuned because we're going to have Lady Yashave Rabbit on in just a few moments after we take a little bit of a musical break. And uh, she's going to be talking about some of the fun things that are going on here at PantheaCon, but also some of the goddess work. And it was a really fun chat. Um, so definitely stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break, um, listen to some music, and do what we do best here on the Pagan Radio Network. And when we come back, we're going to have Lady Yashay Rabbit. <laughs>
Welcome back to The Modern Witch here on the Pagan Radio Network. I'm your host, Devin Hunter, and joining me for our special look at PantheaCon is the Lady Yeshe Rabbit. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on the show, and happy Valentine's Day, sweetheart. Happy and Valentine's your Day. Sweetheart. Absolutely. Thank you. So right now we are looking, actually, I know you're going to be heading down to San Jose very soon. I'm going to be heading down to San Jose very soon. And we were able to, to kind of work it out somehow on the morning of to uh, find some time to talk about PantheaCon because, you know, it's one of these things that's been around for a very long time. People are very used to um, PantheaCon. They know what goes down there. But when we're looking at these little special insights, you know, the things that really are, are calling people to this con, you know, they're the events, they're the rituals. Um, what are you looking forward to, to going and seeing this year? Well, I'm looking forward to going and hopefully attending Issa Gucciardi's Buddhist Wisdom Workshop on Friday at 3.30. I'm going to try and rush after our ritual on Sunday night to go see uh, Sylvia Brailler's Tantric Shamanism Breathwork Ceremony, which I did last year and thought was so amazing and transformational. And of course, I'm really looking forward to the stuff that I'm doing and my cousin is doing and that we are doing together the Rite of a Thousand Crowns with Kaya's Green Men and the Bloodroot Honey Priestesses and the Living Temple of Diana and our Wake Up to Spirit ritual that Kaya Coven is doing on Saturday morning. And the Bloodroot Honey Priestesses are also doing a ritual on Saturday night at 11, um, a uh, modified sky-clad love songs of the goddess ritual entirely in song, open to everyone, and we're kind of bringing that forward. So there's a lot. I mean, there's so much more. I mean, the Toth Hermes Mercury ritual, the animation of the Herm, the Temple of Aphrodite is offering something on Saturday night at um, 7 in the open source of the Golden Dawn Suite. I'm trying to think of, I'm going to go to Pamba, Jira, and drum on Friday at 11. I'm seriously just not sleeping. That's, <laughs> I think that's the whole story. I'm not sleeping. I want to do everything. I want to see everyone. <laughs> so how many events over this weekend are you going to be at? I mean, are you participating in? Because you're a busy lady. Uh, in all, I believe it is um, seven or eight. I'm I'm doing a number of different things. I'm going to be, you know, the guest at some other people's events, like on Sunday afternoon, the Dark Forest Coven is doing a panel about public ritual that they've invited me to come and kind of be a guest presenter at. And then, of course, my work with the Open Source Order of the Golden Dawn, which is a community that I feel friendly toward and, and interested in supporting so there are those, but then I I don't even seven eight <laughs> eight. <laughs> so we'll just say eight as the safe number, and uh, let's say eight as the safe number. Yeah. <laughs> so and and this is addition to, of course, your store is going to be there, the Sacred Well, and um, so you're going to be venting all weekend and doing eight events. And uh, how do you stay, like, energized? How does this happen? Because you're not, this isn't new for you. This is something that you've done um, several years in a row now. So how do you stay energized? Well, that's a really good question because I think that everybody's way of handling the high energy of the con is different. For some people, the high energy that just is PantheaCon kind of feels a little overwhelming and they, they kind of need to, just select what they're doing very carefully and then step back from the rest of it. And I respect that for some folks who are like maybe a little more introverted. For me, as a more extroverted person and um, the kind of person who really is is um, always on this constant uh, quest for knowledge and experience and learning, I tend to run the big energy that is PantheaCon through my body and it kind of sustains me so that I can keep going. I just sort of channel the excitement of the con and turn it into um, energy for my youth. It doesn't mean I don't 
fall down in bed at night <laughs> and crash. So I still fall down in bed at night and I'm really grateful to hit the pillow. Um, but on the whole, I, I save up ahead of time. You know, I've been trying to get lots of sleep this week, taking my vitamins, and um, and then I get to just get in there and hit the ground running. And honestly, some of the people who are on the Pantheon staff are working like 24 hours a day. So they, I think I probably have it easy compared to some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk real quick about the Rite of a Thousand Crowns, which will be happening um, Sunday night at, was it, 7, correct? Seven o'clock. Seven yep. o'clock. Um, this is a, a follow-up ritual to something that that um, our groups were able to kind of pull together last year, uh, called the Rite of the Bear Mother, and there was a lot of response from that ritual. Um, well, there's a lot of response leading up to the ritual about the ritual. And then of course, after the ritual, um, not just from attendees, but people from all over the country, all over the world who responded because we did some really, really amazing stuff last year. Um, and for those of you who are, are unaware, right of the bear mother really was, um, our way of honoring and empowering that part of us that is innocent and wild as we connect to the great bear mother. Um, and there was of course a lot more, to it than that. I think that's that's the, the Reader's Digest version. So as we're going into this year and we're looking at Right of a Thousand Crowns, I, I really liked um, the way that you put it. You actually put a post up. We'll uh, put the link on the show notes so everybody can read this post that Rabbit had put up. But um, you, you explained really well um, why we're doing this ritual this year. And would you, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing with uh, the listeners what your thoughts were. Oh, not at all. I um, I felt like the right of the bear mother was very much about going within to that deep, deep place where um, <clears throat> where we feel super vulnerable and where we store all of the memories of the times when we've felt afraid or been made to feel small or weak or lesser, the times that we've been uh, shamed. And that in that space, we can curl up in the thick fur of the bear mother and rest some of our pain, and that in doing that, we can rejuvenate ourselves. And so when we came out of that ritual last year, we were really charged with the power of deep, deep healing. And I felt, as I know you've mentioned as you've mentioned to me as well, that you felt that that healing has been spiraling out over the course of this year on our individual levels, but also on the collective level. And so this year, Right of a Thousand Crowns is about acknowledging all of that healing work that's being done and that has been done and empowering us to take that healing to the next level. Um, and manifest or co-create the forward motion from that healed place. So it was kind of like last year was getting us energetically up to speed for the task of changing the world and changing the paradigm. And this year is about us taking that forward with co-creative empowerment and and, uh, possibility. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's really going to be one of those events, guys, that if you are um, privy to, to the show before that night and you hear it, you definitely don't want to miss this ritual. Um, and then again on Saturday night. Now, here's the thing, because we all know my whole history with, with the uh, uh, Dianic tradition and working with um, specifically in women's mysteries, because I'm a dude, so I don't work in women's mysteries, but... Um, you know, after all the Hufflepuff and all the stuff that went down last year, I really am appreciating the way that you guys at the the Blood Root Honey Priestess Tribe are, have put together the Love Songs of the Goddess. And um, if you wouldn't mind real quick before I let you go, um, can you share a little bit about that ritual on Saturday night? Oh, absolutely. Thank you for asking. Uh, Love Songs of the Goddess, um, it uh, was accepted off the waiting list, so it's not in the print program, but it's on the online schedule, and you can find us. We're going to be in the fur room on Saturday at 11 p.m., and um, the Blood Root Honey Priestesses, you know, at our Rite of Lilith two years ago, 
we made a promise, and we promised at the ritual that we would offer rituals that were more open and um, that we would allow people to start to see more of what we do because we feel that the women's mysteries are actually not just about women, they're about everyone. Mm -hmm. Everybody is safe when women and girls are safe. Everybody is safe when women and girls are safe. Mm -hmm. If we live in a world where women and girls are safe to walk the streets, to have their health care the way they need it, to be able to date whom they choose and not be afraid of being attacked or raped or hurt, that means we're living in a world where everyone is safe for that. Um, you know, that's the same reason, and it's that a, a culture of compassion and gentleness is prevailing. And so we're trying to, through the gift of song, which is our tribe's heart, is song, um, share that that energy of compassion and love. And part of our work as a tribe is to come to terms with loving our bodies and loving ourselves and our our experiences in life. And so we do our rituals naked. Now, this presented a unique challenge because we're not really sure if we were ready to take on full-on everybody naked together at a big con where we don't all know each other yet. Mm -hmm. So we decided to modify it and just do bare-chested rituals for whomever feels comfortable, and nobody has to disrobe if they don't want to, but the priestesses will be and um, the attendees who wish to will be, and to really bear our hearts in all ways so that we can lift them up to the goddess and begin to enter into that vibration, which I feel to be the emerging paradigm of the mother of the new time, that this this energy of compassionate love must be the ground of being for our revolution, for our change. So I'm really hoping people will come out and see what we're up to and participate, and it doesn't matter if you're not a big singer, we don't mind, we'd love to still have you come, bring it bring a rattle and get ready because we're going to just sing you into this next wave of goddess energy that we've been working on for a long time through our rituals and through our mother of the new time initiative absolutely uh rabbit if you wouldn't mind so if people want to find out more about you they want to find out more about kaya they want to find out more about the groups within kaya where can where can our listeners go well, our Kaya Coven website is um, at www.kayacoven.org, and that website is currently being worked on, and likely we're going to be up to date in a couple weeks or so with it, but we've been really busy focusing our web work on the new goddesswithoutborders.org website, where we are meeting with you and with Claire Medeiros. Um, another member of our Pandianic movement, a resource-sharing network for people devoted to goddess worship. And this is really exciting. So goddesswithoutborders.org. And then last but not least, if you're cu curious about the bemused ramblings of a witchy, eccentric person, you can always go look for me at wayoftherabbit.com. Which and everyone, it's 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 an incredibly fascinating blog. So you definitely want to go follow. Um, and uh, Twitter, Facebook, where where are you? Oh yeah, on Facebook, I'm Yesha Rabbit Matthews. So Yesha Rabbit, one word, Matthews. And then on Twitter, I'm Yesha Rabbit. So Y E S H E R A B B I T. And there you go. And Our, oh, you oh. know a little thing about my name. Uh, sometimes people aren't sure how to say it. They don't know if they should call me Yeshi or Yesha. And I just want to say I think it's all okay because if you say if you say Yeshi, you're basically saying yes, she, mm -hmm. which is like the goddess, yes to the goddess. Mm -hmm. And if you want to say Yesha, you're calling me my childhood nickname, and I love it. So, well, there you go. <laughs> so she's down with whatever. All right. Well, once again, you're listening to The Modern Witch here on the Pagan Radio Network. We'll be right back after we take a little bit of a musical break. And uh, we're going to talk more Pantheacon right here on the Pagan Radio Network. 
And welcome back to The Modern Witch here on the Pagan Radio Network. I'm your host, Devin Hunter. Um, so, yeah, so you've been listening to an episode all about Pantheacon. This is Pantheacon Part 1. Um, of course, by the time the show airs, it's Saturday, um, which will be smack dab right in, in the middle of Pantheacon. So um, we're going to get the sh- we're getting the show in on, on Friday, so you guys can have it on Saturday. Um, and then this Saturday and Sunday, I'll make sure to uh, be talking some people up, and, and hopefully we'll have some special guests uh, on next week. It's definitely um, a really wonderful event so far. Like I said, the weather is amazing. Um, which it always isn't, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, um, that's been kind of a thing is that it gets cold, but the weather's so great this year. There've been a lot of high energy. There's a lot of really wonderful people and it's, it's just been a wonderful start. So, you know, we've got the, the mystic dream booth here. We're vending all day. Um, and then we're able to do some workshops and stuff at night. And then of course, um, enjoy the, the festivities of, of a convention, which is always a good thing. And uh, yeah, if you're if you're a con person, you definitely know what I'm talking about. So it's it's good stuff. It's definitely good stuff. Um, so you heard, uh, of course, how soon is now by Love Spit Love. Um, we have we had Ama after that, and uh, that is from Larissa Stowe and the Shakti Tribe. Um, you just heard Simple Truths of a Modern Witch. Um, and that, of course, is by Fiona Horn and then Space Child by Canal. Um, we are going to be, you know, well, it's going to be a shorter show because, like I said, we're right in the middle of Pantheacon. Um, and it's been a really wonderful event. And I hope that uh, if you aren't able to be here this year, that maybe you'll stop by next year because it's definitely, like I said, it's something you want to check out. Um, it's it's always kind of the highlight of my year to be able to see people from the East Coast and the West Coast and different parts of the world all kind of converge and uh the lots of workshops and shopping and all kinds of good stuff. So it's, yeah, it's just, it's a really great thing. Um, and like I said, hopefully you guys can make it next year if you're not here this year. Um, I'm going to leave it off. So we're going to end the show with Serena um, by Fawn. It's another one of my favorite uh, tunes. And so, yeah, everyone, we will see you next week here on the Pagan Radio Network for The Modern Witch. Once again, I'm your host, Devin Hunter, and we will see you on the flip side.
all you modern witches. I'm Devin Hunter, host of The Modern Witch here on the Pagan Radio Network. If you're like me, a 21st century witch who lives in the real world and you're ready for your magic to be here as well, then tune in for your dose of today's best pagan and pagan-friendly music, interviews with pagans you want to know more about like Christopher Penzak, Wendy Rule, and Gaday Parma, as well as in-depth discussions on topics that matter to you. Go to PaganRadio.net for showtimes and for more Modern Witch, including our magazine, online community, and other shows, visit ModernWitchOnline.com. Modern Witch, it's progressive metaphysics.